welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to who? Miller Thomas, the always wonderful, and might I add, handsome host of this podcast, multimedia journalist and graphic designer. So please go check out my website, millerthomas 24 dot myportfolio.com on there you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design on today's show we are projecting the the d-backs team for the rest of the season you know who's gonna be filling out that rotation the bullpen the lineup after that crazy mlb trade deadline so we'll get into that but first if your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44 your company should be sponsoring this podcast Locked on Diamondbacks to listen to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. And now, don't forget to go to BuiltBar.com as well. BuiltBar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off. Your first order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKDOWN. All right, let's get right into it, and let's discuss who's going to fill out the rest of this D-backs team. Now, after all those trades have been made, we saw Archie Bradley go, Robbie Ray, Andrew Schaefen, Starling Marte. So there are definitely holes in this lineup, in this bullpen, and this rotation that the D-backs have to figure out. So let's just go through every key part of this D-backs team, and let's talk about who's going to be filling in that new roster. So for your starting rotation, it looks like it'll be Zach, it'll be uh, Bumgarner, Gallon, Luke Weaver, Caleb Smith, and possibly Taylor Clark. Right now, it's probably the projected number five. Bumgarner is is expected to come back this week. I believe he's supposed to be making a start on Saturday, and I I guess that's a good thing. Bumgarner has not looked good this season uh, by any stretch of the mean. We've seen his fastball lose about. Three and a half miles per hour on it. So that's definitely some concerns. He was at 91 last season. Now he's about 88 and a half miles per hour. So that's definitely a cause for concern. But we'll see if he could get better in that department. We'll see if this time off actually helped Bumgarner. I don't know what to expect when he gets when he gets back. Now Luke Weaver. Uh well not Luke Weaver. I guess Zach Gallon would be the projected number two for now. I mean there's nothing much I can say about Zach Allen. The dude has been absolutely dynamite on the season, and I, I really don't understand how he's been this good for this long this season. He really he hasn't had one bad start the whole year, if you could believe that. His worst start of 2020 so far has been a, a game where he gave up two earned runs in, what, six innings or a game where he gave up one earned run in four innings. Every game outside his first start, he's gotten at least six innings and given up less than two earned runs. So the man has just been absolutely dominant. And during that time, he's racking up the strikeouts as well. So there's nothing much I can add to Zach Gallon. And Luke Weaver's projected to be the number three starter in this rotation right now. He'll see uh, an extra bump in the rotation in terms of moving up a day. Now that Robbie Ray is in there, he should be the number three going a little bit earlier in this rotation. And recently, uh, Luke Weaver hasn't looked as bad. If you look at his you know, more recent starts, he's given up two runs or fewer in three of his last five starts. And those two other starts, there was only four earned runs. So hasn't been as bad as it once was for Luke Weaver, but he's still 
trying to find himself. And he hasn't been walking a lot of guys at all. Only six was this, or five walks in his last five games, and he's still a strikeout kind of guy, which is very nice. Now it is the innings pitch that we want to see increase on Luke Weaver. Last start, he only went three innings with four earned runs, but two previous starts before that, he finally made it through five innings. And we need to see more from that from Luke Weaver. More deeper starts into ball games. He's just not a guy who's gotten deep enough into ball games. So he's definitely going to need to prove improve in that area for this D-back team to have any any sort of uh, of having life in them for this uh, potential, I should say, playoff run at the end of the season. Now, the projected number four starter for this D-backs team is their newly acquired Caleb Smith. Now, I can already tell Caleb Smith is going to be giving me headaches because everything I read about Caleb Smith is, he's the new Robbie Ray. That's what everyone talks about, everything I read about him. Basically, he has a pretty average year rate sitting in the mid-fours, but apparently he walks a decent amount of dudes. His spin rate's pretty high like a Robbie Ray, but his fastball is definitely not as high, only sitting about 91.6. Robbie Ray definitely has a lot faster of a fastball but this guy Caleb Smith has just been average on the season he walks dudes uh he allows earned runs like Robbie Ray he's definitely been better than Robbie Ray in that department in terms of uh allowed earned runs but everything I've read so far is he's a guy who struggles with earned runs he's a guy who struggles with walks and he's a guy who's going to be similar to Robbie Ray uh in that fashion and that's with those reports those really aren't uh, that positive, honestly. If you're telling me this guy's going to the next Robbie Ray, then why did we trade for him? Then the projected number five starter in this D-backs rotation is Taylor Clark. Now, entering the 2020 season, Taylor Clark was a guy who I wasn't super high on just because of his 2019 season, and he's definitely proved me wrong this year. I mean, he is still only 27 in his second year in baseball, and he's been pretty good so far on the year. He's been pretty solid for this D-backs team. In his most recent start, he went five innings and only gave up one earned run with seven strikeouts. So that's pretty good. And the start before that, he only gave up one earned run and four innings. So he's now at nine innings total pitch with two earned runs allowed in the last two starts. And right now, it seems like he has a strong grip, a strong vice grip on that number five starter in this rotation. And I like what he's been doing this year. He hasn't been uh, walking a lot of guys when he has started. He's been striking out a decent amount as well. And the biggest issue for him is probably going to be home runs allowed. He's allowed four on the season. And he allowed a good amount in 2019. So that does give me a pause uh, just because you don't want to see a guy you know, that's the quickest way to put yourself in a hole is giving up home runs. Those are guaranteed runs scored. So definitely want to see Taylor Clark improve in that aspect. But he's been pretty good on the season. And I think as your number five starter right now, it's better than Luke Weaver as your number five starter. Robbie Ray is your number five starter. So I definitely think this D-back starting rotation has actually gotten better with addition by subtraction. Now for the bullpen, we'll probably see Travis Bergen, newly acquired guy at the deadline, enter the bullpen. Now that Andrew Chafin isn't there any longer, uh, we'll probably see Alex Young move back to the bullpen as well. Still got Yoan Lopez in there. Still got Stefan Cryan, Junior Guerrero, Hector Rondon in there. But now the real question is who is going to be the closer for this D-backs team? And I don't really have an answer right now. Maybe it's Junior Guerrero because he's been pretty solid on the year. He's been pretty good for this D-backs team uh, coming out out the back end of the bullpen or maybe it's a guy who I've been hyping up to be a potential closer for the D-backs team even though he's been struggling on the season that's Kevin Ginkle he has a 7.3 
ERA on the season, which is just awful. Nine, or what is this? Ten earned runs and 12.1 innings pitch. So you don't like to see that, but maybe he could get back to form. And if it's not Kevin Gingo, it's either going to be Junior Guerrero or Stefan Crichton. And we'll see which one wins out in that department. You could even put Hector Rondon as a closer. He hasn't been good on the year, but he does have a lot of closing experience. He broke into the league as a closer with the Cubs, so he has the experience if the D-backs want to move him into that closer position. But right now, the D-backs bullpen looks a little bit weaker after moving Archie Bradley out that closer role. And even though Andrew Chafin has struggled mightily this season, he's still a guy that's been pretty no, pretty good as a middle reliever uh, throughout his career. Now he's not here on the D-backs team anymore. He Big Country is definitely a guy who's going to be missed. I mean, he was a career 3-6 ERA guy before this season. So he was a guy who was middle of the pack, usually a pretty solid ERA, but not a shutdown kind of guy coming out of your bullpen. But he'll definitely be missed for being such a long Tenured player in this, you know, D-backs organization. Pretty much a homegrown guy for the D-backs team. So he'll definitely be a guy that'll be missed in this back end of the bullpen. But right now, bullpen still looks average at best. Uh, Taylor Widener's probably back in the bullpen. Uh, he'll probably be a, a regular now in this bullpen. And and it looks like the D-backs are going to have pretty much a lot of the same guys that they had previously. Just a couple new additions. And the feeling of the bullpen is really not going to change for me. It's still going to be a mediocre at best bullpen for now especially with Archie Bradley gone so bullpen's definitely not gonna be a strength of this D-backs team in the second half of the season now coming up I'll get into the projected lineup of this D-backs team but first can you please call the Guinness Book of World Records to give 2020 world's greatest delay of game because even though sports had a break your business didn't you have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to give you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners, our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash MLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash MLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., or breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., Postmates is your personal food Food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. 
For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code LOCKEDON. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to it, and let's go through this projected lineup now for this D-backs team and see who uh, will be the, you know, this starting lineup pretty much now after they moved a guy like Starling Marte. No more Marte Parte at the top of the lineup. I guess we just have to retire that phrase and nickname after a pretty short-lived run, only a couple months. It, it was fun while it lasted. I'm really disappointed to see starting Marte go on a side note. It was really good for this D-backs team. I really felt like he was a good culture guy for this team. And if you want to compete, you know, like next season, I thought he was going to be a good guy to keep. He wasn't making a ton of money. And it was just sad to see him get traded for really not not a ton in return, to be honest. But let's look at the starting lineup for the D-backs. And right now, it looks like Cole Calhoun is going to be that leadoff hitter. He is slugging 466 on the year. His OBP is only 333. His batting average is down to uh, 207, so he's right near that Mendoza line. But he has eight home runs on the season. He's been providing the power, and that's really what he's good at. He's a good, solid defender in right field, and he's a power hitter. And so a, a guy like that at the top of your, at the top of your lineup is going to give you some good power, some good slugging, and it's going to be able to create some run scoring opportunities for you. Now it looks like Ketel Martinez is going to be number two in the lineup. He's batting over 300 on the season. His slugging is at 404, so it's not terribly high. He only has one home run on the season. He does have 11 doubles, which is second on the team, but the power hasn't really been there for Ketel Marte this season. He hasn't really had a lot of RBIs either. Not too many run scoring opportunities for Ketel Marte. He's only 10th or not 10th on the team, but he only has 10 RBIs on the team, which is behind the likes of Cole Calhoun, Peralta, Escobar, even a guy like Nick Ahmed. So, Ketar Marte definitely wants to pick it up in that area. Then the number three guy right now is going to be Christian Walker, probably. He's batting 290. He's been a consistent performer on this team. He only has four home runs on the season, but 13 doubles leads the team. 21 ribbies is second on the team. So, he's done a little bit of everything for this D-back team. I think he's really gone unnoticed and been a pretty underrated part of this D-back squad. Number four looks like it's going to be David Peralta. This man has been on fire with runners in scoring positions, batting 281 on the season. He's been great, uh, like I said, with runners in scoring position because he leads the team with RBIs with 23. He has 36 hits on the season as well, so that's not too bad. I like to see he gets OPP up because it's only a 329, slugging only a 383 because he only has two home runs on the season with five doubles, so not too many extra base hits for David Peralta. Then number five is going to be Eduardo Escobar. We're still waiting for Escobar to come out of hibernation. He's batting 202, so even lower than Cole Calhoun. OBP of 291, so he's barely getting on base. He hasn't shown a ton of power, only four home runs, which is surprisingly second on the team. But you just want to see more from Eduardo Escobar because we saw this guy hit 35 jacks last season, bat near 270. Bat near 270, so it just... 
not what you want from Eduardo Escobar after coming off a season where he was, a, you know, a borderline all-star. And so seeing him regress to the point he did in 2020 is really disappointing to see. Now, Nick Ahmed is going to be the number six hitter most likely. And the 242 batting average is not great. 299 OBP isn't good either. But 387 slugging is, you know, not too shabby, I guess. Uh, he has four home runs on the season. He's been pretty good at runners in scoring position. That's really been a strong suit with 19 RBIs. And he's been surprising, you know, when he stepped up to the playing runners in scoring position. You'd be surprised. He's one of the league leaders uh, with average in that situation on this team. And so Nick Ahmed, even though his batting average is low when it comes to runners in scoring position, that's where he's really excelled. So I'm going to like, I, I like that for Nick Ahmed. Now, number seven. Right now, it's projected to be possibly Andy Young, which might seem surprising, but you need someone to play DH. Maybe it's Kevin Cron. Maybe it's Jake Lamb. It could be Andy Young. This this spot right here could be really anyone, and I don't really know who I'd want to see. I might want to see Kevin Cron just because he has the most power, but he hasn't done anything in 20 plate appearances on the year. He literally doesn't have one hit on the season, so it's hard to put him out there. We know the struggle of Jake Lamb. He's had 40 at-bats on the season, only four hits, so he's been bad. Maybe a Tim LeCastro is an interesting guy to put in there just because of that speed he has. But as of right now, that DH position is just a, a void, a, a hole in this D-backs lineup. Now, number eight is going to be the projected catcher, whoever that is that day, Carson Kelly or Steven Vogt. Carson Kelly has been pretty disappointing this year, only two home runs. He's batting below 200. He hasn't shown the pop that we thought we were going to see after he swatted 18 home runs, 18 home runs the last season. I thought he was really going to have, you know, a breakout season for this D-backs team and really be a, one of the best power-hitting catchers in baseball, but he's really been pretty disappointing. He has not lived up to the expectations that I thought he was, that I put on him entering the 2020 season. Now, the last projected guy in this lineup, in this uh, starting lineup, is going to be Dalton Varsho. You know, a pretty highly rated prospect for the D-backs. He's still only 23 years old. He's really a catcher, but right now they, they're playing him at, you know, a lot of center field now that starting Marte's gone. We might see Dalton Varsho be, you know, the starting center fielder every day for now because they have Carson Kelly, because they have Steven Vogt as catcher. Might as well get this guy in the rotation as much as possible. And the D-backs still have another couple guys who could play center field, uh, maybe Tim LaCastro. Still got John Jay in outfielder. Maybe he could be an interesting DH guy. But right now, looks like uh, Dalton Varsho has the lead or the edge on the center field position. And right now, this projected D-backs lineup definitely took a hit after starring Marte. It's not the same, you know, it doesn't give me that same feeling, the same fervor I had before when starring Marte was in there. And Marte Parte was something to be reckoned with. But now you got Cole Calhoun, Ketel Marte, Christian Walker, Peralta, Escobar, probably your main five you'll be happy with ever Nick Ahmed or Carson Kelly gives you and then Andy Young Dalton Varsho anyone else you want to throw in that lineup but just a wild card at this point so this D-backs team with the expectations we had for this team entering the 2020 season had just it's been a complete disaster to say the least they're currently last in the NL West and if you just look at it there are three games back of the San Francisco Giants there are eight games under 500 after being a game above 500 just not too long ago so this D-back season had just been so disappointing after we had such high hopes entering the year we'll see if the D-backs to climb out this massive hole that they put themselves in Looking at the standings right now, they're, they're, they're five games back 
of a wild card spot. Just think about that, how where they used to be in the wild card standings and where they are now. That's a precipitous drop. So I don't know. I think I'm riding off this D-backs team for the rest of the season. I hope I'm wrong, but it is getting pretty hard to watch these D-backs games currently. That's it for this that's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to today's podcast. Hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy, and hopefully the D-backs get back on the right track. Peace!